Bucky. B-U-C-K. Buckingham. Wait. Is it Bucky Badgerton? Yeah. Buckingham Badger, is that right? I-N-G-H-A-M. Buckingham U Badger? And I think the U is for university. Bucky just wears... Is he wearing a sweater? That has pinstripes and a W on it. I think push-ups. I think cheer. Strong, furry, and... Charismatic. The news tells you what's happening now. But what about what happened then? Welcome to NBC15's new podcast, Making Wisconsin a History of the Badger State. I'm Gabriella Rusk. And I'm Charlie Shortino. Together, we'll take you through cultural and historical moments that have shaped our state and who we are. All right, Charlie, so what came first, the Badger State or Bucky Badger? Well, the Badger State wasn't even named after the animal itself. Wisconsin has coined the Badger State after miners from the 1820s. And without shelter in the winter, the miners had to live like badgers in tunnels and hillsides, burrowing away from the harsh weather ahead. A lot of those miners over in the southwest part of the state where they did a lot of lead mining back in the 1800s. So that's where uh, the Badger came from. The badger was only named the state's official animal in the 1950s, so it took a long time for that to happen. Nearly 70 years before that, in 1889, the birth of intercollegiate football warranted a university mascot. And today, the ubiquitous, lovable Bucky is seen at sporting events, reunions, even weddings, doing push-ups and dances clad in red stripes. Throughout this episode, we'll share the experiences of two former Buckies. One will reveal what it takes for aspiring Buckies to earn one of the seven spots detailing that tryout process. And the other will give us the inside scoop on what celebrity life is like on campus. Being able to put on the suit and, and be in that persona, um, just an incredible feeling that you walk away like, Bucky made someone's day today. That, that feels pretty good, right? By 1940, the first image of Bucky sporting his signature sweater was penned. Professional illustrator Art Evans drew the first rendition on October 2nd that year, which the Library of Congress later named as Bucky's official birthday. Yeah, they named it uh, on October 2nd because that's when they received image copyright on Bucky. That's what was registered, so the Library of Congress recognizes that as his birthday. His birth certificate. Yes. <laughs> Originally, the high-spirited mascot had an even furrier coat than the one he sports today, but he was a little more ferocious than today's Bucky Badger as well. <laughs> Nameless before the 1940s, the original mascot was a real living badger, though not necessarily a nice one. According to the university, on several occasions, the badger mascot escaped its handlers adding a few more tackles to watch for at football games. Some people had to try to catch the badger and tackle. I don't think I would do that. And they kept him in a cage. I mean, you've seen old pictures on the sidelines. The, the badger was kept in a cage. He was oh. probably a little grumpy when he got out, too. I don't <laughs> think he liked it very much. They're, they're, they're not known as the nicest animal. Uh, <laughs> this brutal bucky eventually was benched, though, for safety reasons, and the live badger was retired to the zoo 
in the 1940s. And the Henry Vela Zoo still has a bucky you can go see. Mm-hmm. I don't know if A different one, I assume. I, I would imagine, yes, after all this time. But if you want to go see a live badger, you can check that out at the zoo. So what's football without a mascot? In 1948, the university's centennial anniversary, the Badger Yearbook decided to get crafty and replace the live badger with the live raccoon. The raccoon in a badger's fur was named Regdab, and so that's just badger backwards, so R-E-G-D-A-B. Regdab was around for just one year, and he was a little friendlier, but of course it wasn't the same. In 1949, Bucky came alive. According to UW, cheerleader Bill Sagel was the first person to sport any type of costume to represent Buckingham U. Badger. Thanks to homecoming chair Bill Sash, an art student crafted a paper mache head that Sagal wore to the homecoming pep rally and to the game. Sagal sported his cheerleading pants as well as boxing gloves, an accessory that remained popular for years to come. Boxing, you know, back in the 40s, 50s was a big sport on UW campus, so... Well, the mascot, still nameless, went by Benny, Bernie, Buddy, Bobby and Bouncy Badger. So to decide on an official name, Sash held stage a naming contest, and UW students landed on Buckingham U. Badger. Well, kind of. Sash later admitted the contest was actually rigged. No! The university says that the quite regal name Buckingham apparently spawns from an old lyric from the Wisconsin fight song, Buck Right Through That Line. Hmm. You know... I like Bucky. It's hard to imagine that not being an option, but I guess if you think about it, they had normal names like Bobby and Benny probably on that naming contest list instead. Bouncy Badger? Uh, Not my favorite. Not my favorite It was the 1940s, though. It was. What does the U stand for? Buckingham U. I think university, right? Fun fact. It doesn't stand for anything, according to UW Alumni Association. Really? So... He has a, he's one of those sophisticated middle initial people. Oh, that's like Harry S. Truman. (laughs) The S does not stand for anything. (laughs) Buckingham, you badger. (laughs) So from his inception, Bucky proved to be a fan favorite. He even survived the threat of extinction when Assistant Attorney General Howard Koop suggested he be replaced by a lovable and productive cow coined Henrietta Holstein. Please. Henrietta Holstein, could you imagine? I can imagine, but I'm glad that that's not the case. They'd probably be able to bring a live one out if it was a if it was a Holstein. Probably better docile animal. (laughs) Better behaved (laughs) than the the badger itself. So that's the Bucky rundown. But what does it take to become a Bucky? We talked to Stacy Bruner, who was the mascot for four years on the EW campus. The three day audition kicks off with different Bucky stations. First, props. 40 to 50 props. Put them on the ground and you have a minute and a half to do a skit with the props. Then, of course, Bucky has to have the ability to boogie. So next up, dancing. Where they play music in 15-second intervals. The music changes every single 15 seconds and you just have to dance. It goes from a whole new world to, like, Cotton Eye Joe to Ottawa, Wisconsin. And... Contenders have to make sure they can handle the pressure of sometimes a 30 to 40 pound head by performing a skit. It's the first time that you put on the suit and become Bucky. And basically what 
they do or what I do is I, I read a script and we want to see how the guys react as Bucky, how they move in the suit, how they handle the suit. To wrap up day one, Bucky's max out on push-ups. Which is obviously essential to Bucky's game day experience. After the first round of eliminations, day two is an evening on the ice showing off skating skills in the 30 to 40 pound Bucky head. And finally, the potential Buckies have to create their own skits. Buckies are triple threats. Acting, dancing, no singing, I suppose, but they have to be athletic. So talking to both of these Buckies was really interesting because it's a rigorous and intensive process to be a Bucky Badger. Yeah, you know, I I thought that they would have, like, one Bucky who was a good skater, one Bucky that, you know, was good at, you know, running around on a basketball court doing push-ups or whatever, but they all have to be able to do everything. Yeah, so from what they shared with me is, I guess some of the Buckies are considered skating Buckies, Mm -hmm. so maybe you have to do more on the ice than you would on the basketball court or whatever, but you do have to prove that you can at least handle some of it. So, yeah, it's pretty intense. Well, back uh, a few years back when the Badgers were scoring 60, (laughs) 70 points per football game, you had to be able to do a lot of push-ups, too. Yeah. You know, you score 70 points and have to pop out 70 push-ups in a 30 to 40-pound head. That can be pretty grueling, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think they're athletes, you know, just hearing about the process and hearing how competitive it is, too. I mean, you think about how big the university is, how many guys actually try out for this and then how many are selected and then the heartbreak how many go through the whole process only to to not get it so so it's definitely an intensive process and how much discipline does it take i mean you can't say a word yeah that would be my hard part (laughs) yeah i I don't know if i could get by either (laughs) yeah that would be a challenge for us tv people to not talk i think it'd be harder to you know it's a time commitment those football games are not short. You got to get there before the game. You got to go to Badger Bash. I mean, that's on top of just being a student, having fun. I mean, roping all that into your schedule, and I'm sure there are practices or meetings and things like that. I think that would be the hardest part if I were to do it. Which... Well, I've, I've, I've been to a bat mitzvah, and mm-hmm. Bucky was there. <laughs> I've been to weddings. Bucky's there. I mean, he's ever. I mean, you're right. Imagine the scheduling. Someone's got to do the scheduling for that. And just imagine how many events, I mean, going to schools, yeah, you know, celebrations, plus pretty much every sporting event the Badgers do, Bucky's at that as well. Yeah. He's everywhere. That's for sure. Earlier, we heard from Stacy Bruner about the tryout process. Now we'll hear from Devin Deegan, a Bucky who graduated in 2019. He'll give us the full inside scoop on the Bucky experience. So you are a former Bucky Badger, but I guess that never really leaves you, right? You're always always a Bucky at heart. Uh, tell us a little bit about that experience, kind of what years were you Bucky and, uh, you know, when did you go to UW? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was a student at UW from 2015 to 2019. I tried out for Bucky at the end of my freshman year and ended up getting it after first tryout, which is really great. So I was a Bucky Badger from 2016 to graduation in 2019. So 
truly unbelievable experience. Got the opportunity to travel the country, interact with people, you know, as young as infants right out of the womb, all the way up to to folks who are, you know, older, 80s, 90s, which is really great. Really awesome experience. Get to bring joy to a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. So what is what is a tryout like? How did you hear about tryouts? Did you go knowing this is the college dream of mine or did it just sort of, you know, fall in your lap as something fun you might want to do? By accident, totally by accident. I was actually freshman year at the homecoming parade. I remember seeing uh, Bucky come down in the Bucky wagon down State Street and I said out loud to, to my friend next to me like, man, wouldn't it be cool to be Bucky Badger? That just seems like the life, right? I didn't know at the time, but one of the mascots who was not in suit that was handling, um, just walking alongside the car, heard me say that to my friend. He's like, dude, we have tryouts in March. Uh, come try out. We, we'd love to see you there. And, you know, I didn't really think much about it. But yeah, a few months later, I saw the, the mask email come out to the students and, hey, come try out for Bucky. I'm like, you know, what do I have to lose, right? I have everything to gain in this situation. So Tryouts were, were pretty grueling. There are three days of tryouts. Uh, the first is five stations. One of the stations is dancing, right? So they, they play all these different genres of music. So they got rap, they got country, they got opera, and you have to kind of change and adapt kind of what you're doing, you're dancing to, to match the music. Everybody's favorite, max push-ups. You got to max out, see how many push-ups you can do. You actually get to try Bucky on, put on the costume and act out a scene, which is a really great experience. Even if you don't make the team, pretty cool that you get to do that. And then we have a, a prop station, which is pretty cool. So all these random everyday household items, props are, are on the ground and you have a minute to take a look at the props and put together a little skit, a 30 second skit, um, which is fun and just totally random. Um, but that's a lot of what Bucky does. It's just kind of come up with things on the fly. Yeah, you're kind of like a triple threat. You have to be an athlete, you have to be an actor, uh, you have to know how to dance. You know, is that a common misconception that people don't realize the skills you need to do something like this? Absolutely. I mean, I think it, it's definitely underrated in terms of just all that you're, you're doing. You got to be present, right? Like every second, like someone's eyes are, are on you, whether you're, you know, at a parade or if you're, you know, at a basketball game, you know, you're always on, you always have to be thinking and my motto, personal motto, and a lot of the guys, you know, as long as you're making yourself laugh and you're having fun, I guarantee others will be having fun. A good rule to live by, I'd say. That has to be fun, too, is uh, whenever you see fans or students, alumni, people are always happy to see you. What is that like to, to always have that feeling of people want me here? <laughs> hey, it's a great feeling. You know, you could, you know, being a student, right, because we're student athletes that do this role is, you know, you could be having the worst day ever, right, or just you know, just get out of that midterm and you're like, man, I don't know how that went. But then, you know, being able to put on the suit and, and be in that persona, um, just an incredible feeling that you walk away like, man, I, I made someone's day today that felt, or Bucky made someone's day today. That, that feels pretty good. Right. So just an incredible feeling and very lucky to have the opportunity to be able to do that for three years. Yeah. So we know you as Bucky now, but when you were at school, People don't know that that's something that you did. Talk to me about this hidden identity, you know, how you kept this a secret for, for your time at school. It's challenging. A lot of us are, are fairly involved folks on campus too. So, you know, we are obviously in our classes, right? And on top of traveling and all the events that we have to do. So 
We tell our immediate family, so our immediate family knows, and I would say those are the folks that usually like to tell other people, even though they shouldn't. But um, no, it, it's honestly more fun for us when folks don't know. You know, you're at a basketball game, you see someone you know, and you can go pick on them a little bit, and they're like, what the heck? Why is Bucky coming up to me and ruffling my hair and doing all this stuff? Like, do I know you? It's like, uh-huh, yes, you do. So, it, I mean, that's really the beauty of it, that, you know, people don't know who's inside the suit and just more fun for us to, to get to play with that aspect. So did you get to tell your friends post-graduation or at graduation? How does that work? Yeah, yeah. So actually at graduation, we wear Bucky's shoes and we wear the gloves to graduation. So Bucky's paws. Um, so pretty neat, you know, you're, you're, you're walking down to your seat at graduation. People are whispering, like, oh my gosh, is that, is that who I think it is? So, so that's kind of what we did. And, and obviously, you know, have a social media post and, and share some pictures and some memories that we've gained along the way. So pretty neat moment for especially those people that, that didn't know. They're like, what? Like, tell me more. I have to know. I have to know more about this experience. So pretty neat. Yeah, I love that. Um, so you mentioned, you know, getting to travel. What were some of the highlights for you uh, during your time? Any cool sporting events you got to go to or any events that stick out to you? Yeah, yeah. I was very lucky throughout my time to be able to travel all across the country. So was able to do a Big Ten basketball tournament in New York, which was really neat. Uh, that was my first time to New York. I'm a, a small town kid from a town of a thousand people. So going to uh, NYC was pretty, uh, pretty different for me. So that was really neat. Also went to New York again for the pinstripe bowl with the football team. And that was an incredible experience. Also, I, I got a chance to go out to California, San Francisco to, to wine country to a donor event out there with Guardian Against Cancer. That was really neat to be at the, the Hamel Wines out there and, and get to interact with those folks. And just the biggest Badger fans you can imagine at what they call it, Cole Center West, I believe out there. So yeah, very fortunate to be a student and, and succeed in the classroom, but also get a chance to travel the country and, and do what I love, spreading the Badger, the Badger love, right? Yeah, so I know Bucky means so much to you, uh, but you know we're talking more about broadly Bucky and and what does he mean to UW? You know this this figure, a mascot. You know what do you think that that he means to the university? Yeah, I think just Bucky really embodies I think what it means to be a Badger, right? So I think when a lot of folks you know think of UW, we have people from all across the state, the country, the world that come to this university put forth their best effort, work hard, but but I think we like to have fun too, right? I think Badgers inherently are folks that are able to, you know, do that work in the classroom, but also have fun, let loose, exceed in networking in different capacities. So I really think Bucky, as silly as he is, I think he, he really is a great image of folks coming to the university who are really doing that work, but also making sure to have fun and be people too, right? Uh, making connections that that really last a lifetime, like Bucky does, hopefully with for folks' memories, ones that last a lifetime. Do you think even though, you know, the costume might have changed and the images of Bucky have changed over the years, that there is this tradition for alumni, for, for future students of this is what UW-Madison is? Yeah, I, I would I would 100% agree. Yeah, I, the, the costume has changed over the years. But I'd say I mean, Bucky's persona has has stayed the same. And I think in terms of, you know, what our goal is in, in bringing that character to life it has, has not changed. I think it's, you know, we're going to go out there, we're going to be tough, right, but also make some people laugh and just be silly and goofy and, and, uh, and, and to make people laugh. And, and I think that stands the test of time. So do you help 
pick the next Bucky or do you have any say in that? Or what do you, what's your involvement now as an alum yeah. kind of looking back? Yeah, so um, they do have alumni help out in the process to pick uh, the next Buckies. I, I actually got the opportunity to do that last March, and things were kind of on a hiatus there uh, as, as COVID first began for for that first year. But um, it was really nice to kind of get the team back and and need to be a part of that process and sort of give back and kind of see some of that potential and just how excited these students are to be participating and, and get to do that tryout. Uh, a lot of really great memories from that. So I would say that's the extent of our involvement as alumni now. Obviously, we're the biggest cheerleaders for Bucky. We're always hollering at him. We're at sporting events or different things like that, but just kind of cheering him on from the side. And th there's a Bucky scholarship as well. So contributing to that and being able to hopefully be advocates and then let people know like, hey, these folks are not paid for their time. And, you know, they're student athletes and, and being able to donate money for scholarships for those students is important to us. So I'm um, spreading the word about that as well. Throughout Bucky's long history, he's proven to be quite a favorite among Badgers, old and new. But you don't necessarily have to see him on the UW campus to know he's a staple in Wisconsin culture. From scholarships to education initiatives to artwork and statues, Bucky is part of it all. He is truly a symbol of courage and hope for many on campus, one that connects people from all over. We want to give a special thanks to the University of Wisconsin's Resources and the Alumni Association for their history of Bucky, as well as Devin Deegan and Stacey Bruner for sharing their own experiences as the beloved mascot. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Making Wisconsin a History of the Badger State. Look out for upcoming episodes on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Making Wisconsin a History of the Badger State is hosted by Charlie Shortino and me, Gabriella Rusk. It's produced and edited by Vanessa Reza and Keegan Schlosser. It's overseen by Nick Viviani and Jessica Lashesky. Do they have a class in Bucky history? Yeah, we're teaching it right now. <laughs> have you ever played 21 questions with Bucky? They all have to be yes-no questions because... He's a mascot. Right, so he, has to, he can only nod. Yeah. Like other mascots, he also can't talk. Right. And we, we tried to interview him, but it doesn't Mistake. work well for a podcast. Yeah, he wasn't able to... Actually, he's in this room right now. Right. <laughs> he just Bucky, how you doing? Bucky, thanks for being here.